Unbreakable Dad Podcast, episode 15. Five ways to stay motivated in 2023. Let's go. get into tonight's session which is all about five ways to stay motivated in 2023. Now with a lot of conversations I have with a lot of dads, often the biggest bottleneck that stops guys going out and achieving the goals that they want to achieve is the lack of motivation and I'd love to know if you're watching now or on replay if this is the case for you just drop us a quick thumbs up um, if this if you can relate to this because it's a very very common one just like I said from a lot of guys that I speak to motivation is um, is, is huge we need it initially to get started but then it can be very hard to come about with the challenges and the chaos and everything that kind of is thrown our way um, as dads and the responsibilities that we have uh, Martin good to see you mate hope you're all good um, and that's Ultimately, as an example I've just shared earlier, uh, I had today with my little one going into A&E, having the accident. Um, you know, luckily, I get up early and I do my session in the morning, so he can't go and hurt himself while he's in bed and I can uh, get my stuff done and then, uh, you know, crack on with the rest of the day. But if stuff like this happens, as dads, we kind of sign up to this. We have these curveballs and challenges which you know, kids like to throw at us every so often and we have to deal with it, we have to adapt, we have to overcome. You can have the best plan mapped out for the week, but then your kids could literally just throw that up in the air um, with one little thing and that's what we have to deal with and that then can interlink with then the lack of motivation to actually go and do the, the, the what you originally said or most importantly, having some sort of backup plan and having something there you can then lean back on to be able to go again. And it's so important just again to always have that adapt and overcome mentality. And tonight I basically want to uh, go through um, a simple way you can start to look at motivation a little bit differently. Okay, Because like I said, so many people get caught up in it and rely on it because they see that as the only way of being able to get to where they want to be. And what I want to do is just shift your thinking behind motivation and provide you with some action steps that you can implement, just like I did last week with the high impact habits, to get you away from thinking all about motivation. That's the only way that you're going to be able to see the results uh, and ultimately stay consistent um, and start to look at it a little bit differently. Because, uh, again, I've run multiple five-day challenges before and this is always a big topic in there. Uh, I speak to the guys in the Unbreakable Dad program and very much um, the, the motivation is always a big talking point and it was always a big uh, barrier and like I said, bottleneck. But at the same time, if you can start to look at these, uh, look at this differently and implement some of these strategies, um, it really will change the game and it really will change your thinking behind how then you can stay consistent without having to feel like you need to be motivated to do the thing. And that's what's so important. So without further ado, let's dive into this. We've got five of them to go through. I want it to be quite quick fire. Um, famous last words. It was 30 minutes last week. Can we get it to 20 minutes this week? Who knows? Let's go for it. We're already five minutes in. Number one, find your mission and purpose. For me, this is probably the most important thing when it comes to building any sort of motivation. And 
let's use the example because of the time of year it is now as it's a new year. The new year motivation is a very easy thing to jump on the bandwagon with because it's a new year, it's an easy to reset and you've easy to kind of go, right, this is, a, this is the time for me to really push down, double down and go and get the results that I want and um, achieve the things that you've been chasing for so long. If there's any time that you're going to start, the easiest time to start is going to be at a new year. It's just a natural thing to do, right? And that's all well and good. And a lot of time, at this time of year, people will have a lot more motivation than they would do, say, in the summer or any other time of the year. Because it's a new chapter, it's a new year, and um, it's an opportunity. And 100%, utilise that motivation. If you have good motivation right now and you're like, yes, this is it. This Today was the first official Monday of 2023, right? Because last week was a bank holiday. So this is like technically the first Monday of 2023. And if you've come in today and gone, right, this is it. This is the chance. This is the time. I've got to now push on. And you've got good motivation. Utilize it. I'm not saying don't and use it and see it as a bad thing. Utilize the motivation when you have it. That is the most important thing. However, the difference between those that come into a new year and only be able to sustain it for a period of time and lose motivation and those that are able to stay consistent and actually go away and get the results they want see through the New Year's resolutions that they may have set themselves. The only difference is they're not relying on it being a new year as their motivation. That's what the difference is. If you're coming in and going, right, it's a new year, and you're using the fact that it's a new year as your motivation to go and do the things that you should be doing and the habits, the changes, and the things that you want to do right now, what happens at the end of January? What happens next month? What happens in May, in the summer, in November? What is your motivation going to be then? That's the difference. That's the change. And that's why it's not about relying on this new year motivation that you might have right now. Like I said, use it, abuse it while you have it, but just know that you cannot rely on that because it's only a new year for so long. Like it, it, it fizzles out very, very quickly. By next week, you know, that'll be pretty much it, I would say, when it comes to motivating yourself because it's a new year. And that is why when it comes to looking at your mission, looking at your purpose and actually finding a deeper reasoning in behind why you need to do this, connecting the dots almost to a real reason you actually want to make a change, that is where the difference comes in. And that's why with all the labs that I work with, before we start looking at the end goal and where they want to be and how much they weight they want to lose and what they want to achieve, we, we identify these things, but we attach it to the real reason that they're wanting to make a change. We create a little bit of a mission statement for them of what represents them, what they stand for, and a statement of intent. And for me, this is what is the anchor behind absolutely everything that you want to then go on and achieve. Because if you just go out and just have the motivation one week and don't have the motivation the other week, and then it, you're up and down, you're not able to stay consistent, consistent. And consistency is absolutely everything. Because here's the thing. And I'll tell you, I'll let you in on this. I'm not motivated every single day. You may see me in the gym most mornings or going out on my runs most mornings, getting up early pretty much every morning. You know, that alarm goes off at 5 a.m. I'm going to tell you now, I'm not jumping out of the bed and jumping for joy and ready to attack the day every single morning. Some mornings, I'm feeling good. Some mornings, I do not want to get up. I do not have the motivation. It's the last thing I want to do. So how do I then end up getting up and still going out anyway? It's because I'm not relying on motivation. What we speak about in the Unbreakable Dad program an awful lot is finding that second voice. Second voice, training your second voice. Because the first voice is, you don't need, it will tell you, you don't need to do this today. You can hit snooze mark, it's okay. No one's gonna know, it's okay. 
That's the first voice. That's the first thing that comes into your mind. But it's about recognising and training up that second voice and going right. And this is the voice that almost reminds you of the real reason you need to do this. The mission, the purpose, the importance of showing up. And that's almost, apologies for the language, telling that first voice to fuck off and go, no, you need to get up. And that's, what, that's, that's how I get up early doors. That's how a lot of the guys that get up early doors as well that I work with have that same mentality. Motivation is not always going to be there. That's why you can't rely on it. It's about connecting everything you're doing to a deeper reasoning as to why it's important for you to do it. If you can do that and you can be clear on your mission, you can be clear on your purpose and you can have that kind of statement of intent of why, you will become unstoppable. Simple as that. So that's number one. Number two, focus on enjoyment. Believe it or not, this journey of creating this better version of yourself, this fitness and health and fitness journey that you're on right now, doesn't need to be you suffering. Because so many people attach it to that. With it being on a new diet, with you wanting to lose weight, with you having this rigid training plan, this super restrictive diet plan. Everything that is often um, associated with health and fitness and getting in shape is always, a lot of the time, associated with suffering and feeling like you should um, you know, suffer your way to the result. And the big focus and shift needs to be how you can actually integrate this into your lifestyle and believe it or not, actually start to enjoy the process. Yes, you can enjoy this. That is what is so important to realise. Because if it just becomes an inconvenience and it's complicating your old lifestyle and you're not enjoying it, like good luck trying to stay motivated if you're not enjoying what you're trying to do. Yes, I'm not saying you have to be jumping for joy with absolutely everything. There is going to be an element of suffering on certain things, especially when you're trying to change habits that you've had for a very long time. But it doesn't have to be all suffering. And if you are just grinding away at things that you don't like, so you know, if you're going to the gym and you don't like going to the gym, or if you're eating things that you don't necessarily like eating and you're just trying to do it for like a short-term fix, good luck trying to stay motivated. Because guess what? If you don't like going to the gym, don't go to the gym. Do something else that you enjoy. If you don't like running, don't go running. Do something else. Focus on movement. If you're trying to restrict yourself and drop out all these carbs and all the good foods, and go extreme with your diet, and you don't enjoy it. Is there any is there any, is there any right reason why you're trying to do that? Is there any um, shame in in um, you know actually having that ability to have a bit of a balance and have a bit of control? Because often it's all or nothing, either 100% in or completely not in the game whatsoever. So it's about finding that medium ground. And if you can find something that you can ultimately Make part of your lifestyle. See yourself doing a year from now. It's a question I ask all the time. Can you see what you're doing right now? Can you see yourself doing that a year from now? If the answer is yes, you can confidently say that. It's probably, you're probably on the right track. Progress may be slower than it would be if you went a little bit more extreme. But it's going to help you in the long run. You're going to be able to stick to it. You're going to be able to stay consistent. And consistency, like I said on that first one, is the most important thing. So that's number two, focus on enjoyment. With, with what you've committed to right now, is there an element of enjoyment in there? Is it not, or is it all just suffering? That's a really you know, powerful question to ask yourself. Number three, limit the decisions you have to make, especially when it comes to your health and fitness. The more decisions you have to make, 
when it comes to the, the, the choices you need to make when it comes to your training, your, your uh, nutrition, health and fitness in general, the habits, the harder it's going to be to stay motivated to actually make these decisions. You've got to try and make it as clear and as simple as possible for you every single day. And it's all about creating clarity. The more clarity you have, the more control then you're going to have on what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. That then builds confidence, self-belief, and you start to build some good momentum. But if you have too much choice, just like anything in life, if you have too much choice, take the um, take, take, take TV, trying to, try to pick a film on Netflix. There is so many films, so many different things. It's hard to make a decision. If there's too much choice, you often end up going, you know what, I'm not even going to watch a film. You don't even do what you said you were going to do because you've got too much going on. You've got too much to choose from. And this is what I'm saying when it comes to the decisions you're making when it comes to your health and fitness. If you don't actually know what you're trying to do and what your kind of goal is, what your plan is, when it comes to training, when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to all these different things, and you're jumping from plan to plan to plan, to principle to principle when it comes to your nutrition, and you're literally just going from one thing to another, and then when you get to days where you're like, oh, should I be doing this, should I be doing that, and it's just overwhelmed. There's no clarity, there's no like clear-cut decision. If you've got too much of a, too too many decisions too, too many decisions to make, too many choices, you simply won't be motivated to make the right choice. If you've got too much to go on. And I want to use an example here. Focus of mine coming into this year is to focus more on stretching and mobility. I've said every single year for the last four or five years, I need to do more stretching. I need to do more stretching. And I'm sure a lot of you will probably be able to relate to this because it's one of these things that I don't like, I don't like it. I don't, it, it, it's boring for me. I'd much prefer to just go in, get the session done and I'm on my way. I get more of a feeling, a better, um, you know, better sense of accomplishment from doing the session than actually stretching off. But if you're going to train hard, you're going to push yourself, you need to recover even harder. And I'm starting to realize that now. Now I'm in my thirties. Okay. I've started to really notice this now. Um, and that's been, my, this is my focus coming into this year is I've gone right. Enough is enough. I've said this every single year. It's one of the things that I've not been able to stay consistent with. And one of the reasons I haven't been able to stay consistent with this and be motivated to do it, because let's be honest, I haven't been motivated to, to uh, do the stretching, which has been part of the problem, is because I was giving myself too much choice. I didn't actually have anything to follow. Sometimes I'll jump onto YouTube and follow a yoga video. Then I'll try and look at another app. Then I'll just try and make up my own thing. Then I'll jump on the phone roller. Like I actually had nothing to follow. I had no structure there. So I had too much, I had too much to decide on. Okay. And this what is the exact same principle and the exact same example for a lot of things when it comes to health and fitness. Because now what I'm doing is instead of like jumping from different um, different you know YouTube videos and uh, making up my own stuff, I've literally just downloaded an app. The app's called Pliability, and I've invested in the app as well. It's only about twelve pounds a month or something like that. But because I'm putting skin in the game, as I literally go on, I've got a video there every single day. There's a new video, and all I need to do is press play and follow along. I don't even have to think about it. It takes the decision away. And now I've just attached that to as soon as I come in from my run or gym session in the morning, I've got up a little bit earlier. I've moved my routine 15 minutes earlier. I get home that little bit earlier. Before I do anything else, I hit play on the app, and I literally just do a 15-20 minute stretch. And I've done that for the whole of last week, and I've started it this week again. And that's an example of how you can start to um, build in these routines and build in these things to be more motivated to actually make the right decisions 
by taking almost the decision away and just making it part of what you do. So I hope that kind of makes sense. Drop a thumbs up if that kind of resonates and makes sense to you. And you can integrate that with any area when it comes to your movement, when it comes to your nutrition, just by what we call kind of habit stacking and attaching it to kind of behaviors and habits that you already have and making it a lot easier for just fitting with your daily routine. So that's number three. Limit the decisions you need to make. Make it simple. Create that clarity. More clarity you have, you're going to win the game. Two more. Number four. I don't know why I did that. Focus on feeling. This is something that I, uh, we've been talking about in the Unbreakable Dad program um, today. Uh, and I feel like it's a really important one, just like all of these are. But the thing is, when it comes to wanting to achieve health and fitness results, we are very much results driven, okay? And, the res and the, our motivation often comes through seeing a some sort of progress, seeing a result. That's just how we're wired. And especially in January, the focus for a lot of people is always how quickly can we see results? How quickly can we progress? And that is all well and good. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. However, if you are only focusing on the things that you're doing and changing on a day-to-day -day basis, and relying on seeing a result and the progress over a short period of time, you're going to lose motivation pretty quickly because yeah, okay, you may see some sort of result when it comes to your weight, may, may uh, feel a little bit of, uh, of a difference when it comes to your fitness, but it's going to be short-lived because you have a goal, you want to get to that point, and if you're not uh, getting there at the rate of knots that you feel like you should be for the effort that you're putting in, it's easy to lose motivation. So. Why I say not just focus on the result, but focus on the feeling is looking at the different habits and ch changes that you're making right now and the impact that is having on how you feel and operate on a day-to-day -day basis. And like I said, this is what we've been discussing uh, over the course of the last week with, um, with the guys inside the Unbreakable Dad program. The focus for us at the moment is not necessarily how quickly we're getting results and um, you know how much weight we're losing over the course of a week. Like... Yes, that is going to be a byproduct of what we're doing, but it's not 100% focus. It's not kind of front of our mind. We're focusing on things like energy and um, how we're able to manage that, our, our stress management, and just overall how we're feeling on a day-to-day -day basis with the new habits that we're trying to install across January. And that's something for you to think about because the more that you can become aware of it, of the impact it's having on your overall energy, your productivity at work, the headspace that you're in, how you're managing your stress, and you start to operate a little bit better on a day-to-day -day basis because of these habits that you're implementing, you can then start to look at it and go, you know what, yeah, this is working. All right, yeah, I'm not progressing, uh, or I'm not, you know, I've still got a bit, a bit to go when it comes to the result I want to achieve. But you can, if you can see the benefit of doing the things you're, you're changing on a day-to-day -day basis and committing to right now, then you're more likely to stay motivated to do these things because you're feeling the difference. And that's a big thing. It's a difference between results driven and actually feeling. And this is, how, this is what's changed for me over the last six to seven months. For me, training is not now all about the result and you know, going to run in a marathon and you know, getting in shape, losing weight. Like That's a byproduct of how I feel on a day-to-day -day basis. So my motivation to go to the gym or do something in the morning is not necessarily to go, yeah, I need to lose weight or I need to go and uh, do a PB on a 5K or go and uh, build towards my marathon. Like that is a goal, of course, but I know the benefit and how I'm going to feel after doing some, some, some sort of activity in the morning. I know the impact it's going to have on the rest of my day. I also know what's going to happen if I don't do it. I'm going to lack energy. I'm going to kick myself. I'm going to be probably in a negative headspace. 
So I know the pros and cons. And here's the thing on this last one on this, is if you start to focus more on the feeling and how you're operating on a day-to-day basis and that's more of a priority to you, the result will take care of itself. That's a byproduct of it. So it's just something, a little shift for you to think about when it comes to you working towards your results and what it is you want to achieve right now, but not being front of mind and focusing on how you're operating. Last one, number five, set checkpoints and identify wins. We all have long-term goals. We all have big goals we want to achieve. No doubt you've set some ambitious goals for this year. If you have, brilliant. But here's the thing. If your focus is, let's say you want to lose two stone, let's say you want to complete your first half marathon, whatever it is, if that is a big goal and that's your only focus and that's all you're focused on, on your day-to-day, you're going to very quickly lose motivation because you feel like you're not getting anywhere. You feel like you're not making enough progress. And this is where you need to have that big ambitious goal and you then need to reverse engineer back and you need to put checkpoints in place. And this, again, is what we do with the guys inside the Unbreakable Dad program. We work in 90-day blocks, quarters of a year. So we go, right, where do we want to be in 90 days' time? What does success look like? What are the key metrics and key performance indicators behind these? So we can be specific with what it is we're looking to achieve. We then reverse engineer. We then go, right, where do we want to be in 60 days? Where do we want to be in 30 days? And then what are our weekly non-negotiables? And guess what? If you can put these things in place along the way to your long-term goal, you get that sense of achievement because you're actually ticking things off. It's more realistic for you and it's more of a short-term win along the way to the long-term goal that you're trying to achieve. And another thing there is actually to get better at identifying wins and recognising when you have done well. And again, every single week, we get the guys to post in their weekly wins, whether it's a big win or something small. If you can get better at identifying the wins that you've had across the week, the things that you've done well, the things that have gone well, you can then start to realise that you're on the right track and you're going in the right direction and it's on its way because it's so easy to get into this negative headspace and then feel, start to feel sorry for yourself and then start to lose momentum, start to lose that consistency. It all comes down to you recognising that you're literally moving forward 1% a day. If you can recognise these things, it will be massive for you. So team, I was aiming for 20 minutes, we've gone with 25 minutes. But hopefully that's been valuable. Hopefully that's given you a little insight into um, the five things that you can start to implement. And I'd love any of you that are watching right now, any of you that are listening back or watching back, to let me know which of these resonated with you the most and which of these are you really going to double down on over these next few weeks. Whilst motivation is quite high right now, just understand that it's probably going to fill a route over the coming weeks as we get towards the end of January. And... These are things that can really help you with that and almost help you know, keep you consistent, not necessarily from a motivation point of view, but being consistent with your actions because you're seeing it differently. You're viewing it differently and you've shifted your mindset behind having to constantly rely on motivation because no one's motivated every single day. And if they tell you that, they're bullshitting. Simple as that, okay? So team, as I said, if that's been helpful, I'd love to know if any of you listening back, watching right now, need some serious help when it comes to getting some sort of plan in place, would love an opportunity to be able to soundboard and just get some clarity, as we've spoke about tonight, um, over all of this and get some sort of plan in place for the next 90 days. I, I'm still got, I've still got a few spaces to, for the free 30-minute uh, uh, battle plan strategy sessions, 
which is uh, an opportunity for us to jump onto a call and be able to map all of this out and start to put these checkpoints in place and then for you to go away with some simple action steps to help you move towards where you want to be. And if you're interested in that, just send me the words uh, battle plan, just drop me a message or um, drop it on here below. Um, we'll reach out, we'll see um, where you're at right now uh, and if you'd be a good fit for that. Like I said, there's no catch to it, it's completely free. I wanna help as many dads as possible in 2023. That's why I'm doing these lives, that's why I'm pumping out content left, right and centre, the podcast, absolutely everything. And that's why I'm offering these calls as well. For those that are serious and want to um, get clear on where they're heading, that's why these battle plan strategy sessions are there. So if you're interested, feel free to drop me a message. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening back for those that have. Thank you for listening on the podcast for those that have. I do appreciate it. And I'd love to hear your interaction and uh, take away off the back of this of what is going to be your, um, what you're going to be focusing on and implementing. I will see you next week. I'm not going to commit to a, a specific time uh, or day. I uh, just know that these are going to come around every single week. So thank you once again. Appreciate you. Have an incredible rest of your evening. Keep up the fantastic work. And I'll speak to you all very soon.